Who's glad they're not at CES? <laughs> Everyone who isn't at CES. Uh, I have never been, so but I'm still glad that I'm not there. You know you're required to go at least once, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You signed you Wrong. signed some contracts. Uh, read the fine print. I work at home, Dan. I don't I don't go anywhere. <laughs> um, but you know, Vegas, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah. How many have you been to? I know you were there in 2007 when the iPhone yeah. was unveiled, right? Well, oh, that's two. right. I was at two. Yeah. You were in the wrong I think place. only two. At the wrong time. <laughs> Shit, how many times have I been? Like, I've never been. <laughs> like getting I hit by at, a I'm, bus. I'm literally going to... Um, I'm literally going to photos and searching for Las Vegas. <laughs> In the words of Cake, I'm never, ever, ever there. <laughs> In the words of Cake, eat me. I'm delicious. <laughs> CES. So the power is out there, which is that's wait the power is true. The power is out at CES. Oh my god! Yeah. Does it get any worse? Power goes out at CES Consumer Electronics Show. <laughs> Are there? Wow! Is there still power in the casinos? Like, if I wanted to go gamble, could I do that instead? Um, probably not. <laughs> if not, if not, it is a it's vicious hellscape. Maybe it's just the com- the conference center. <laughs> Two thousand seven. Yep. Okay. I see pictures from a wasteland of Las Vegas. Very can you still can you still go see Henny Youngman? <laughs> what show would you power, see if you were in Vegas? As, as <laughs> <laughs> what show would you want to see if you were in Vegas? Just out of curiosity, it's time for it's time for Vegas picks. What <laughs> show would you go see? There? I literally can't name any Vegas shows. Uh, yeah, oh, really, I'll, I'll go I to Penn and Teller. Couldn't. I'll go to Penn and Teller all day. I'll go to Penn and Teller. Oh, twice. Penn and Teller's fun. I've seen Penn and Teller before. I've seen Penn and Teller so many times. To me, it's like a concert. It's like I go see the same artists and I go see the same Penn and Teller. <laughs> I think I've seen them live. My, eight w- times. my wife touched Penn. That's weird. Oh, I, <laughs> she I've touched she, those Penn and like, Teller because they, they came out. You know, like during the intermission, they came out to the lobby, um, and they just mingled. They do that after which the show was as well. Super fun. And uh, and my wife, my wife said, "I don't want to talk to him. I'm just going to go up and touch him." <laughs> So she walked up and she touched him on the arm and then she walked away. It's the same move that I that I later used on uh, <laughs> Apple, <later>. Apple Senior <laughs> Vice President Ron Johnson. You touched him on the arm. Yeah, I walked I up to him. I touched him of, on the arm. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little of a violation of personal space. <laughs> it's definitely that you shouldn't do. Usually, it. <laughs> usually okay, to do that, that they charge you an arm and a leg. <laughs> this was a different time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not an excuse. His body, his choice, John. <laughs> it was the upper arm, the fleshy part of the upper arm. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I think at CES, and just in general, and I'm especially thinking from CES coverage, we might have reached peak number of things that need to have Alexa integration. <laughs> nah. Yeah, someone, someone provided a list of things that were... <laughs> that had Alexa in them now. It's just like, oh my and god. Honestly, a lot of them make sense, but they've got to get better at the co-location situation, right? They've got to, or that's not right. The echolocation. They've got to get better figuring out um, which one you're talking to because I still think they're bad at it. They are. They absolutely are. I know this because I was standing over one yesterday, screaming at it to shut the hell up, and it would not. It just wouldn't listen to me. And the other, the other one in the kitchen, two rooms away, is like. I'm sorry you feel that way. I was like, <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Uh, 
Hmm. Yeah, still not, still not upset. I don't have one. <laughs> I kind of like Sorry, the idea well, of a you'll, you'll, when you have all your home pods, John. I also will, don't. I also don't feel this. left out of home automation stuff. So you're getting increasingly Maybe missing, irrelevant. To am I missing? Show. Am I missing something? Like <laughs> the, the, like the lights phones aren't that great. <laughs> the lights and stuff. I mean, I just I don't even like. I flip on the lighting. Light. Having lights in your house, I, I recommend having lights in your house. I'm I do have lights. lights in your house. Now, do you though? Uh-huh. Do you, or are you still <laughs> reading by tallow candles? They don't candle? turn themselves on and off. Are they really lights? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yes, they still are. No, I think it's basically like you've got candles. <laughs> I also have candles. <laughs> I, I I like having my automated lights. I use the Echo for the burglar alarm, and I sometimes use it for the thermostat, and I often use it for the Sonos. So there you go. Hmm. In terms of home automation, that's what we do with it. I think the best Alexa integrated device is the Sonos. What do they call it? The Sonos uh, one? one. Is that what one. it is? The Sonos yeah. Play no. one. Yeah, the Sonos one. Yeah, it's the Sonos one. Someday you will. Uh, we'll know exactly. What I know the name of the you device own. you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Actually, the <laughs> so I it? had I had the Echo Show in the kitchen, and I had a. Uh, regular Sonos Play one in the kitchen, and my wife has decided she absolutely hates the Echo Show, the one with the screen, mm-hmm. mostly because my son uh, loves that screen and loves to stare at it when it's playing songs. Some songs it'll show you the lyrics scrolling along karaoke style, and other songs it won't. But either way, he likes to stare at it, and because of it, and this is true, he has memorized the lengths of all the show- of all the songs he loves, and he will come out to us with insights like. Did you know, and this is not an accurate one, so don't fact check me, but <laughs> did you know that um, You're Welcome from the Moana soundtrack is 3 minutes and 12 seconds, which is exactly how long Jenny 8675309 is? <laughs> and he knows this from staring at the Echo Show, and my wife hates it. So I'm, I think I'm going to put our, we have two Sonos ones, and I'm going to put the second one in there. Um, you need to put a fig the leaf over the, um, the, the Echo Show. Devices. Yes, mm-hmm. it's going away. Because, because knowledge is terrible. <laughs> He shouldn't know these things. These are this is this is forbidden knowledge. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, you <laughs> want right. you want to contain that kind of thing. Just like uh, you want to keep your kids away from screens. Clearly, right? Like this is just uh, showing this off, <laughs> off again that you want to not nice. expose your children to screens. Nice segue. Nice. Thank you. I thought that You're was welcome. good. Yeah. Are you concerned? I don't. I don't have any children, so they can look as many screens as I want. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we are we are both yeah. We we've discussed this many times on another podcast. Oh, okay. Well, which I'm sure you fuck listen you to both because, <laughs> because you don't have any kids. <laughs> I, I'm banking them all up for eventually having kids. I'm just going to listen to them all then, and then I'm just going to start texting you at random times, like when I disagree with things that you said five years ago. Um, I don't. I don't think it's. <clears throat> I don't think it's a bad thing to ask Apple to do at all. Um, and my understanding is they they have said that they are going to make some improvements to the parental control stuff, which they should. Um, I think it's their parental controls are pretty good, but not, um, not granularly granular enough. And I think the big, I mean, the big problem that I've run into is that if you, I mean, if you give an iOS device to a kid, they can actually install, they can still install profiles. You can't, there's, I have not, at least I don't know of a way to stop a kid from installing a profile on an iPhone. Doesn't it require the? Oh, it requires the passcode, not it the requires parental the passcode. passcode. Apparently, it does oh. not require the parental controls passcode, which is like what? That is really dumb. It's really dumb. 
Wow. Like, I would like to set that for my parents. My parents can't install profile. Yeah, right. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, these things can be installed, you know, through websites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's risky. I. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that, I mean, I didn't read the whole, like, concerned letter thing, but... I feel like the the some of the concerns with you know kids being exposed too much to screens like have zero to do with parental controls, and have more yeah, to do right. with like not just giving your kid a phone and letting them basically go and do whatever the hell they want, right? At, at any age, right? Like, right. yeah. And and it's like, well, we you know at a certain point that is not Apple's responsibility. Exactly, like, that's on you. Right. Uh, providing good tools so that they when they do have screens, they only access content you want them to. That's that's great. That is, I think Apple does a pretty good job with it. The parental restriction stuff in in iOS is really strong. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing that I found is that it it works really well. Um, whereas, like the the stuff that comes pre installed on on Windows, uh, at least Windows laptops, I found does half the time does not work. And then it also only works with Microsoft's. At least I know this is true in Windows eight, but I don't know if it's true in Windows ten or not. But it only worked with their browser. <laughs> So if so if you install Chrome, oh, you can see anything you want. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's. But yeah, is that a? I guess is that then a Google problem or an Apple problem? It's probably a Google problem at that point. Oh no, I mean yeah, Microsoft. So um, oh, Microsoft. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know who's to blame. For, I mean, it seems like I mean Apple controls iOS stuff regardless of who's like. If you had another browser installed, I'm pretty sure that it does not work. I mean, I think the parental control stuff still works through those browsers. Hmm, interesting. I think. Did Lex die? I think so. No, I he just, left. I'm listening. He's not interested. I, he has I, no I, children anymore. Um, <laughs> because. I, the children won't let him use the screens anymore. That's right. <laughs> See, I don't talk because you guys don't let me. But I, uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm very conflicted on all this. I don't know the right way to teach kids. To teach kids about technology, I don't know how to let my kids use computers and how not to. Like I, I stress out about it all. My kids do not know YouTube. Uh, they don't search YouTube on their own. They that's don't search good, YouTube on their own because I don't let that's them. That's a good policy. Um, but that's basically it. And like I, I think I mentioned on both podcasts that I do with John Moltz that um, my kids like making iMovies, and my oldest taught my youngest how he could do Google Image search, yeah. Google Image search to find stuff, and that freaked me out. And I was like, I don't want him doing that. Um, but I, I don't know. You want them, you want them to have a healthy. Uh, I, honestly, the real thing I care about is not like, are they going to see bad words? It's are they going to see hate speech, and are they going to see naked stuff and violent stuff? They don't want them to see. Right. And I don't know how to block for it uh, in a way that I think is reasonable, and I don't know how to. I never want them to see it. Like, one time is too many times, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I want to, like, not let them use computers until they're 30, but mm -hmm. I probably can't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I worry about when he turns 18. It's like, I mean, <laughs> some of that stuff, you know, I, I didn't grow... Some of the things that are on the internet, <laughs> I did not grow up seeing and did not see until I was much older. So, I don't know. It seems like, like to be suddenly hit in the face with, like, this... <laughs> Ouch fire hose of uh disgustingness at, at a certain any age is is uh seems That's kind of fire hose of disgustingness.tumblr.com <laughs> no i thought he was literally just <laughs> referring is, to twitter which is actually which is i I'm, I'm sorry to say my site but i feel bad about the, that um, now you think about these things and sometimes you wonder how are you even going to sleep at night dan Moore, do you have an answer to that question <laughs> i have many answers to this question but i know the quest i know the answer that you want to hear lex you want to hear about our good friends at casper 
sponsored today's episodes. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small how-do-they-do-that size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable while you're doing that. Uh, start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com rebound and using rebound at checkout. That's casper.com rebound. Offer code rebound. Or $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to Casper for sponsoring this week's episode of The Rebound. I like that you put a little drama in this week's episode of dot dot dot. Like, what show is going to be? Is it's it this one? Show. Is it clockwise? <laughs> he has to remember. Is it, is it inconceivable? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to look up and see what show I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even base it on who you're talking to most of the no, time. No, it's, it's true. It's true. Then it's the wrong day. We're doing recording on the wrong day. Wrong day, wrong time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thrown off, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. You need a good night's sleep. <laughs> you know where you can get a good night's sleep? <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, God I'm loop. stuck in a loop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, how do you guys feel about the convenience of not having to enter your password? <laughs> Um, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and guess that you're talking about the latest Apple bug, um, which is the, uh, Mac, wait, the, I wait, is it Mac app store? It is the app store preference pane in system preferences. Oh, okay. I don't know what we're talking about. So you guys got to, so if you go to the, we got to sell it to them. The App Store pane in system preferences, and you click the little padlock icon, and it's like, hey, enter your password. You feel like, I don't really feel like doing that today, and just hit return. Guess what? It unlocks. That's on the Mac? Uh, yep. I tested this. It's true, although, as some people have pointed out, it's, I think, by if you're running an administrator account, it's already unlocked by default. Yeah, that's And there's yeah. not a lot in there that's... Oh, so it's more of a display bug. It shouldn't show you that it's locked, because it's really not. Well, it doesn't even show you it's locked. You have to, like, lock it and unlock it in order to, like, see the button. But, like, if it were locked, and I don't know, I didn't test to see if, if it If it were locked, on... it's not. <laughs> yeah. I didn't test to see... I'm not sure if it works on the... Um... Not it doesn't work for me just so you know i've tried the app is it, store on is, this? It, is a door that is locked um but it opens with any key actually locked that's that is just a brain teaser mm-hmm. right there think about that for a while apparently it's also fixed in the yeah. betas but, i'm just running whatever high sierra and I, I don't know i don't see it my i clicked the lock to, so it would be locked and now i click the lock to make changes and i just press the unlock button without putting my password in and nothing happens it, it says like you need to get your password right it worked for me the other day. it worked for me well, really, it's working for me and not working for you, but I understand your point. <laughs> it, the bug, yeah, anyways, I, I'm I'm duplicating it as we speak. I just hit return, and it's like, yep, you're cool. Yeah, oh, my... Let me try hitting return instead of clicking the button. Yeah, when I click return, it's like type a password in. No, I clicked return, and it just unlocked with yep, no password. I also lose the cancel button, which is exciting, <laughs> while it's thinking about if my password is good. Maybe you're, but on, no, it does... maybe you're on a beta. Maybe you're on a beta. Maybe you're I'm on just, a beta. <laughs> I'm on 10.13.1. Maybe you're on something later than 10.13.1. Uh, yeah, 10.13.2. Apparently, they broke it. They fixed it. It was fine. They broke it, and they fixed it again. Uh, what, it, what, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> um, speaking of betas, so, I don't, yeah, that's not good. Um, <laughs> I guess we're... 
Uh, oh, I thought you were saying that wasn't a good. Tra- I thought you were saying that was a bad transition. Speaking of bad, it's not it's a terrible transition. <laughs> yeah, it's, also, it's also a bad transition. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> correct. Um, I I got on my I got my phone on the iOS beta program when that twelve two bug hit, um, like that night, mm-hmm. which I you know probably shouldn't have done because of the fix came out like in the middle of the night but i did it and um and now i can't get out (laughs) (laughs) stuck because i I deleted the profile and i took my apple id out of the out of the beta program and i restarted the phone and it still wants to install the beta the next beta yeah so there and i and i contacted the apple support twitter thing i thought well maybe apple support twitter i did see knows. you i saw you they, contact the apple support twitter because i had they, followed the apple they support basically twitter. yeah they basically said um, that i have to restore my phone <laughs> i was like wow i don't really want to do that i was hoping there was another way they're like nope sorry <laughs> thanks Ugh. or just keep waiting until I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm just going to run the betas until until iOS 12 comes out because <laughs> that seems easier. <laughs> yeah, I ran into that problem at one point when I tried to get off the beta uh, back in the summer, but I eventually, like, it took me, like, multiple restarts to get it to, like, forget about that. So you think it might eventually kick in? Yeah, it's possible. Okay. I Probably at the well, time that you, you know, don't want it, right? Because I know, I mean, and there are benefits. There are definitely benefits to restoring the phone. Um, you get space back and sometimes it's a little faster, uh, but, um, I just don't feel like doing that right now. Everything seems to be working well enough. And other than this, (laughs) this problem, and I don't want to spend like a, like half a day restoring my phone. That is terror. That's a good idea. Cause it's still a half a day, even though it's a small phone. Um, how do you, uh, you guys see that Jimmy Iovine may or may not be leaving Apple? (laughs) Well, since he says he's not, I would think that he's not. I mean, yeah, because nobody ever lies that? about these things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Wait, is I there, Lex is just yeah, walking is around like, the room. <laughs> Lex, are you at the CES blackout? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> My mic stopped working, and I can't get it to start working again. <laughs> Can you guys even we're going to right go now? live to the show floor with yeah, Lex. Lex uh, special correspondent Lex. Lex Friedman is phoning in from the middle of a hurricane. Has, has cannibalism set in at CES yet? Um, so you guys cannot hear me, correct? Oh, oh we can all? totally hear you. You just sound terrible because you're clearly on the awful. internal mic. Yeah, I don't even know if this part's being recorded by Audio Hijack. Man, oh, oh, I got the microphone working again. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> This is the throw well, out that our listeners tune in for. I was really getting pissed. Uh, I was really getting pissed to you guys because you would not listen to anything I said. <laughs> and I couldn't understand. And I was like, listeners, this is why I don't talk. They don't pay attention to anything I fucking say. And then I realized, oh, the light on this microphone is out despite it's being plugged in. And then I understood what was <laughs> happening. So I had many great jokes, all of which you missed. You'll have to trust me. Do you want to run them, run them down again? Um... What were we just talking about before this happened? <laughs> uh, they were good. Anyway, when I listen back to the episode, I will make them in the comfort of my own home. Oh, I'm already restoring um, my phone. Oh, you were talking about your betas. I said, in the meantime, until the button gets fixed, you're going to have to admit you're getting beta, getting betas all the time. So that was pretty good. That was great. Yeah. Okay. Glad we, glad we waited around for yeah. that one. And then uh, John was talking about how, you know, he might restore, but he might just wait. 
because it might just be easier to wait till iOS 12 comes out or whatever else. Another thing that John could do to fill his copious free time, and that I encourage all of our listeners to do, is listen to another podcast. You're listening to this podcast, that means you already know how. That's 98% of the battle. The Art of Charm is an iTunes Top 50 podcast that is packed with wisdom in the truest sense of the word. From how to become more productive and professional to how to read body language, network, negotiate, it's a show that basically covers anything that will help you become a high performer at home and at work. And with an armory of powerful weapons like influence and persuasion, it brings them together interesting people like Shaq, Russell Brand, Larry King, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and Bill Nye to discuss relationships, attraction, life hacking, success. The Art of Charm is highly addictive and strives to be both fun and educational at the same time. It's not stuffy college professor textbook stuff. Personal growth shouldn't be so boring all the time. This isn't pop psychology. It's not superficial advice. It's a show that offers meaningful, fun, life-changing insights with a practical edge that you can apply right out of the box. The box being the podcast. You deserve an extraordinary life. Go to theartofcharm.com slash podcast or search for The Art of Charm on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and start taking your life to the next level. We really enjoy this show and we think you will as well. Uh, thanks to our dear friends at The Art of Charm for their support of, wait while Dan looks it up, The Rebound. <laughs> <laughs> Still looking. Just, uh, yeah, one second, I got it. Uh, nope, camera work. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to read the ads. <laughs> face ID still a problem for you, I'm assuming. No, 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 no significant ID. change. It's been fine. It's been fine. Uh, are you getting any? Are you? Are you? Do you still find it a struggle to reach Control Center? Um, it's a little annoying at times, but it's not. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll tell you. This is somewhat related, but um, I will tell you what is annoying. And so, uh, I'm curious to know, Lex, if you run into this problem, um. And I don't think this applies to previous phone. Well, certainly it doesn't probably apply to the SE. Uh, how many accidental screenshots would you say you take? Accidental screenshots I take on my iPhone 10 is somewhere between 12 and 10,000 a day. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw people complaining about it. I believe this happens to every iPhone 10 user. It's a really big problem. Yeah, I, I saw somebody complaining about it at one point. And I thought that hasn't happened to me that much. And then, like the next week, was like, "Oh my god, how many screenshots have I taken of my lock screen?" <laughs> I also run into a problem sometimes where um, I hit the, because they moved Siri to the side button. I'll go to like lock my phone and put it in my pocket, and for some reason, the way I'm hitting the lock button will trigger. It won't lock the phone. It'll just trigger Siri. Like maybe I'm holding it just a little bit too long. And so I'll hear it go like, bleep, bleep, as I put it into my pocket. And I'll be like, uh. And I saw that both you and I have had the trouble of accidentally triggering the screen where you can then trigger SOS mode, and then it starts blaring. That was what I was going to mention. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I wanted to, like, I was having trouble getting back to sleep. So I'm like, oh, I'll just put on some music. Uh, and I saw I, I, like, put on my headphones, and I didn't want to wake my girlfriend. So I was like, oh, I'll turn on the reduce white point thing for the screen um to dim it so it like doesn't wake her up and instead i hit the button so many times it just goes you know? she's like what the hell was that it's like uh, i'm really sorry i it came i was intending to, to be helpful <laughs> totally backfired um so a, a i really like the visual of this scene a, <laughs> that's a startling way to wake up it's a loud sound yeah yeah, exactly. I mean, she's a pretty sound sleeper. The ironic part, of course, is like the screen probably wouldn't have even woke her up. <laughs> yeah, mean? right. Uh, but 
the what somebody pointed out wisely on Twitter is that you can actually put the accessibility shortcut in Control Center instead of using the home button for it, and so that's what I'm doing because I think that's actually for the for the white point. Yeah, the white the, point yeah, you, any yeah. any accessibility shortcut. Yeah, you can put yeah, in, right, right. in Control Center. So I decided it's a little confusing, but you can do yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's not that it's a like a fantastic experience. It's that it's better than accidentally right. setting that off. Again. I um. I found a bug in a, a recent version of iOS. I think it's corrected now, but where when I used my three finger, which doesn't the the, the three click shortcut, which uses a different accessibility shortcut, not white point, but zoom, and then there's a version of zoom that can also darken the screen a lot. That uh, the screen started recording phantom touches or wherever you touch it, it assumed you were touching it somewhere else. Um, so it'd be really funny like if you were typing. You could type whole sentences um, of nonsense because it wasn't the letters that you were typing, and it would auto correct them, and it was bizarre. Um, my wife had a problem that finally got corrected with this recent iOS security update that came out, where when she was receiving texts, they would typically come, especially iMessages, but not exclusively iMessages, they would appear directly before whatever message she had sent previously. <laughs> and so I would get messages from Lauren saying, oh, yeah. why are messages showing up before the message I send? And I would reply, that's what I, ha- I have. And I, I would reply to her, hey, Lauren, do you have any questions for me about your iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> of course you did and, um, the update here is we're no longer married um, but I did it a lot while she was suffering from this bug <laughs> the point of the story is really that I'm an asshole and uh, I think that iMessage bug is fixed do you still have the problem John or is it fixed well I, I, I still have the problem but I'm not I'm not on the most recent release obviously because I don't know what I, I guess I'm on like Although maybe I'm on some beta, but it's not the most recent release because I've been holding off on updating. So, but I'll update like this afternoon. Don't worry about me; I'll be okay. Uh, I was gonna. I had a problem with iMessage the other day where like I was on my laptop, which I hadn't had open in a while, um, but I, I felt like I'd had it open in the last week or so, and all of a sudden it just started randomly giving me a whole ton of notifications for iMessages that I had already gotten because they had like dating back to Christmas. <laughs> and I don't know why, but all of a sudden they just started like popping in and like giving me a little notification things like, Hey, you got a text of this. I'm like, yeah, I got that text like three weeks ago. What's going on? So yeah, iMessage robust as always. You know, that thing where when you've been doing a big iMessage conversation on an iOS device and they start the Mac and it pulls in all the messages in one big burst. It used to, in my experience, do that and show them in the wrong order. And now it still loads them all in where it shows like all of the messages that you sent. But then as it finishes loading, it puts in all the messages from your other correspondent and fixes them. <laughs> Have you seen this phenomenon in action? <laughs> it's very weird. That's my story. It's weird. Yep. <laughs> I think I have seen that, yeah. <laughs> So it's uh, really Good surprising enough. that that whole iMessage in the cloud thing never showed up, huh? Yeah. Because I'm sure that would have fixed everything. <laughs> Just another place for it to get screwed up. Yeah. I don't, I, in theory, that was supposed to, like, re-architect it and provide sort of a canonical messages repository. But clearly that problem is a lot harder than they thought it was. Clearly. <laughs> I got a person. I'll, I'll, I'll share a personal story today because okay. I think you guys will enjoy this. Uh, I got a guy. Uh, I got a. Um, it's a safe space. Somebody tweeted at me. I am. I am literally a textbook example now. 
There oh, is yeah? A, what textbook yes. are you in? I'm in a... Basically, this guy tweeted me that he just started an English college course, and an article I wrote in Macworld is basically heavily quoted in the book and used as an example. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was a little is- bit flabbergasted by that as a good example i think i think i only have his screenshot like of the what one not page. to do or <laughs> yeah i don't know uh i looked it up because he gave me the name it's called uh, <laughs> the very uh uh flattering title everyone's an author <laughs> parentheses even this guy <laughs> can you believe it any asshole can do it the writing book <laughs> well i went to look at i was curious to see if i could get i couldn't find it in my local library it is actually a textbook so it costs like textbook yeah. prices yeah, it's like, like literally like 90 dollars yeah <laughs> um and so all i have is the uh i'll send i'll send the tweet to you guys and maybe john can put a link in the show notes i was gonna uh retweet it when i found out what the book was but i hadn't got around to it quite yet but it's yeah so apparently there's like a big chunk of an article i wrote about the get a mac campaign okay i would have to look up what year that was but the get a mac campaign was still running so that was probably a while ago yeah maybe 2010 <laughs> or something um, oh god i think it was older than that is it even older than that i think so but i don't know but apparently yeah, yeah uh, I apparently i'm i that is used in a textbook which hmm. is fascinating for me congratulations um, yeah uh, thanks i guess <laughs> yeah i think you're crushing it someone tell my mom that's all i'm asking <laughs> doesn't your mom listen to this podcast uh, uh sure probably no <laughs> he does not listen to this podcast let's be honest um did you see the uh, ad tracking companies uh, complained about apple's safari intelligent tracking prevention yeah, thingy? and I, I i pulled out my little <laughs> teeny tiny violin <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I I have no pity for these companies. So even though I work in advertising, yeah, they've got honestly, and we talked about this very recently on the show. I think it's so stupid most of the time. Like I just bought this thing on Amazon. Don't keep showing me the same thing everywhere I go on the internet. Right. Yeah. Even Amazon does that. I got an email today for a thing. Like here's a coupon for this thing that you literally bought <laughs> three or four <laughs> days ago, and I was like, why? <laughs> I'm not going to buy more of that. <laughs> um, but I yeah, can't say like, I feel yeah, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody like <laughs> outside of like that industry trade group thinks that, the, that that's a bad idea to to not be tracked across multiple sites. Yeah, I don't I don't know a lot of people exactly. feel sympathetic about that. Even me. Even well, Lex who works in advertising. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. We're not going to get we're not going to get <laughs> not going to get any argument here, I guess. <laughs> By the way, listeners, we've been following you around the internet, and this other ad is targeted. Apple, we make computers and stuff. You should buy them. <laughs> every time, every time you listen to an ad on this on this podcast, we follow you around. <laughs> Look behind you. There's Dan Morin. You may recognize him from your textbook. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Look like behind you. Yeah, there's a textbook example of Dan Morin. <laughs> Oh, man. That's me. Um, I had a question for you guys, actually. I remember this is what I was going to ask earlier. Um, Transmit on iOS is going away, which I'm actually kind of bummed about. I do use it. What do you use it it for? uh, I use it uh, oftentimes to download um, if I'm going on a plane trip. 
and I am going to load up some like video, like TV or episodes or something from my Mac mini, uh, I will use transmit to just SFTP, SFTP them over into, and you can even just leave them in transmit. Um, and I and watch them that way. I don't know yeah, if you watch them that way. I might just no. open them to, in VLC or something from there or something, but I do use it for transferring files. Uh, it's a really great app. It's a really there's powerful a, app. There's too. a VLC app. There's a VLC yeah. iOS app. Yeah, that's been for years. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There was one well, that was pulled and then it came back again. Um, okay. Years ago, I use the Infuse app on iOS, which I heartily recommend. Um, it can t- sh- get videos off any network devices, including network attached storage devices, which is helpful. And it can also stream everything, and you can boost volume louder than you know the built-in players can do. And it can do captions and everything else. So I, I pull movies into that app directly from that app. Um, I want to mention, however, that I use, as we have discussed on the show multiple times, a MyCloud. WD Western Digital Network Attached Storage Device. That was the wire cutter's recommendation. Um, all of them are hackable. There is a built-in backdoor <laughs> password, um, hard-coded into all of these devices. That story came out in the past week or two. If you want to hack mine, figure out where I live, figure out my IP address, and you can absolutely get into it. All you're going to find is my fucking movies and music. Right so now. help yourself. But it's there. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see Groundhog Day, it's in the comedies folder. Uh, I will say that Lex has the only copy I know of of the fantastic 1990s movie Shazam with Sinbad. <laughs> yeah, it's on my. It's on my. <laughs> is that the fake one or is that the real one that people misremember as a fake one? That you kind of ruined the joke. That's the fake one. Well, I needed one. to know. <laughs> no, you don't. No one needs to know this. No one needs to know anything I about Sinbad. The way you can remember it now is that our sponsor, Art of Charm, Shaq has been on it because his movie Kazam was real, but Sinbad hasn't been on it because his movie Shazam uh, see, see, was that's, not real. That's okay. That's sour. Yeah, that's so it's racism exactly, that is why exactly people what I misremember. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> so many all right well the rehearsal episode's done do you guys want to do the real one now (laughs) no i don't really feel like it that's a show right there's a show in there somewhere yeah oh my god is that a show is that what we're at? Well, we're, this is well. This is like pulling teeth at this point. Is there an Apple event sometime soon? Uh, probably not. It's January. Not until the iPhone SE two comes out.